This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping engineers succeed in work and life. The show is hosted by engineering enthusiast Anthony Fasano and Chris Knutson. Both are professional engineers who found success early in their careers and now work together to help other engineers do the same. Now it's showtime. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers who want to succeed in both work and life. It's a pleasure to be with you today. I'm flying solo on today's episode, and all of the content for this specific episode was driven directly by you, the listener. In today's episode, I'm going to answer questions from our listeners, whether it's career advice, help with a resume, a job search. I've been getting quite a few questions. If you're a regular listener, you know that Christian Knutson and I recently joined forces. And we now run the Engineering Career Coach website and all of the offerings beneath it together. We redesigned the website, and one of the things that we put into it was an Ask Us page, where you can literally click there, you can leave us a voicemail, or you can type in a question, any question you want about your engineering career or personal development. And that's where all the questions from today's episode came from. So... As we jump in here, just know that you have the ability anytime to go to our website, engineeringcareercoach.com, and leave your questions. And every once in a while, we'll do these questions and answers type of episodes. Now, the other thing with regards to the redesign of the Engineering Career Coach website and kind of our brand, we did also rename our community. It was formerly the Institute for Engineering Career Development. It is now called the Engineering Career Community. And we've also, at the request of many of you out there, we've made a 30-day trial membership available so you can actually check out everything that the community has to offer. It's totally open access trial membership, meaning you can access all of our trainings, all of our recordings on soft skills, training for engineers. You can access all of our forum discussions. You can check that out at engineeringcareercommunity.com. All right, we're going to rock and roll with this show. We're going to answer some questions. And before we do that, let me take a quick moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode. If you're thinking about taking the FE, PE, or SE exam this year, I recommend that you check out PPI, the leader in engineering exam preparation. For a special 15% discount, use promo code COACH at ppi2pass.com forward slash coach. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com forward slash coach, and use the promo code COACH at checkout for a 15% discount on your order. All right, let me give you a quote that's going to bring us right into the main segment of the show. The quote is from Catherine Whitehorn, and it goes as follows. Find out what you like doing best and get someone to pay you for doing it. I use that quote because these questions always come from engineers about challenges and problems and goals and one of the kind of underlying themes that I've always tried to do is do something that I like and do something that I enjoy. And if you do that, a lot of these other challenges kind of get flushed out. All right, the show notes for today's show will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash questions because I may answer some of these questions with links to other resources, websites, or books and you'll be able to find them all in the show notes. Again, that'll be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash questions. All right, so our first question came from Tomas from Poland, and his question is as follows. I got my current job two years ago. 
It was just after graduation, but despite lacking experience and specialized knowledge, I was very successful from the beginning. I was innovative, smart, hard, fast working. My superiors, the company owners, were very fond of me, taking me to some negotiations with customers, suppliers, giving me important tasks. It was openly said and planned that in time, after gaining some experience, I would be a manager of my own department. However, about eight months ago, I had a series of failures. Some of the reasons were my lack of organization and communication skills, errors in management, my boss had no technical background, and we had different expectations and approaches to the work. I wasn't able to establish good practices, CAD file management, good templates for designs, drawings, key procedures for my activities, etc. And I wasn't able to really gain technical knowledge. There was no one to mentor, guide, or train me. Since then, I have fell out of favor. I'm not the entrusted one anymore. I'm just a regular engineer who does his work. After the failures, I can't snap out of a state of being like a routed soldier. This is a serious threat for my future and development of my career. Do you have any advice for restoring my morale and rebuilding my previous position? I want to become an important figure in the company who has influence on it. Of course, as far as my field is concerned, how should I regain the trust and support of my superiors? All right, Tomas, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for submitting a question. Let me give you some feedback on this one. And I'm also going to give some advice in the Take Action Today segment at the end of the episode that's going to tie into all these. But with regards specifically to Tomas, the first thing I think you have to do is you have to start to build your confidence right away because everything is built around your confidence. And the way that I recommend you do that is by taking on responsibilities both at work and outside of work. So what I mean by that is if there's a new project at work, jump on it. Maybe you, know, you mentioned that there isn't a lot of CAD or templates or design templates. Maybe you create them and then take on this initiative of creating a quality control checklist. And then outside of work, maybe you join a local professional association and you volunteer to be a board member. That's going to build your confidence. That's going to put you in front of people. The second thing I would recommend to help you with this is to learn your craft as best as possible. You said you weren't able to really learn the technical side of it. Well, I'm going to challenge you to do that. It could be finding a mentor, which we've talked about on several past podcast episodes, and I'll link to some of them in the show notes. It could be reading books that are going to help you. Do whatever you have to do. When I was a civil engineer up and coming, my supervisor gave me a great book on land grading, and I read it, and I got really good at grading. And I didn't, it wasn't a mentor. I just got a book, and I read it. So there's things you can do to develop that craft, and I would urge you to do that, especially at this younger stage of your career. And just think about ways that you can make a shift in the company. If you can make something big happen, people are going to trust you again. If you create some of these templates and you improve the quality of the projects, they're going to be like, wow, this, this guy's impressive. right? If you go out there and you get a new client, they're going to be like, wow, Tomas is really impressing us. So build your confidence, Tomas learn your craft, and do something to stand out. If you do those three things, you will turn your career back around and you'll be in a really positive light for the company. All right, next question is from Usen, who is an engineering student in Georgia. I am an engineering student and I do not have much experience related to engineering directly as I am now seeking an internship. However, I do have a lot of campus involvement experiences since I have been a leader and heavily involved on campus. What would be the best way for someone to use this to his advantage when writing a resume or cover letter 
since soft skills would be an advantage for an engineering career? Okay, it's a good question. And this is something that is applicable to probably every engineer listening because there's always going to be a time when you're going to try to potentially get access to something that you don't have experience with in the past. So what I recommend, Usain, is to, you have to find a way to make it clear to the company that you're trying to, of the prospective employer, how the skills that you've built up on campus will help that company. You have to translate your skills to success for them, if that makes sense. And I'm going to give you an example that I give when I speak a lot to engineers. A lot of engineers sometimes ask me that if they don't have an engineering summer job, if they should put the other job on their resume. And I say typically yes, because it's experience, but you have to craft it in a way that makes that company say, wow, we want that experience here. So the example that I always give, and this is in my book, Engineer Your Own Success as well, is imagine you worked at a McDonald's and you know you worked all summer, you were, you know, you were flipping burgers, you were prepping the kitchen, you were giving the food to customers. You could write your resume in a way that would say along the lines of preparing the kitchen at McDonald's taught me how important it is for a business to have all the right tools and to take care of them. I believe that this will help me to ensure that in my engineering career and the company I work for, that I will understand the importance of the tools and how to use them, etc. You could also say, I was tasked with interacting heavily with customers at McDonald's and it helped me to understand that the customer is the most important aspect of any business. And I really improved my customer service skills, which I think will be a tremendous asset to the engineering company that I work for because I will have a leg up on how to correspond with clients. Right? I mean, at the end of the day, if you know your engineering, right, it's not a lot different handing someone a burger, making sure they're happy with it, than handing over a design and making sure they're happy with it. It's that same process. Now, obviously, if you want to be able to talk to a client about engineering, you got to have the engineering knowledge, but obviously, you've had that. So my recommendation to you is to really translate the skills to them and how they can help them. A second question from Usain, kind of a follow-up is with his resume and a cover letter. I'm aware that it is vital that a cover letter is tailored to the application. However, what would be some key things that could make the cover letter stand out without it being an exact replica of your resume? What I would say, if you're going to write a cover letter, you would try to connect with the company as strongly as possible in the letter. Make it about them and not you, right? Not about you, but about how you can help them. Similar to what I was just speaking about. So for example, you might say something in a cover letter like, I have read a lot about your XYZ project, and these are the types of projects that my skills can be utilized because XYZ. Because, you know, right there, if I'm reading that letter, I know that you did your homework because you mentioned one of my projects in your letter. And now you're telling me that you have skills that can work on projects like this. That makes me more interested in you. The next question is from Darnell in Cleveland who's also an engineering student, how do I get in contact with a company to receive a pre-hire letter? Honestly, Darnell, I don't have an answer for you on this one. I don't even know what a pre-hire letter is. I did some research on it and it seemed like a pre-hire letter was only in very specific industries and the one that kept coming up was truck driving. So I'm not sure how applicable it is to engineering. However, if you're looking to get the interest of a company, I would go to a career fair or I would contact them 
not just generally, like through their website, I would contact them through a key contact on LinkedIn. We've had some podcast episodes on LinkedIn, at least one recently that I'll link to in this episode in the show notes so that you can take a look at that yourself and see if that can help you. Next question comes from Ram Kumar from Dayton Beach, who's a recent engineering graduate. I recently graduated with a major in aerospace engineering. I'm really interested in taking up a systems engineering job, but most of the stuff in my resume is inclined towards aerospace engineering. How can I approach a recruiter and tell of my interest in systems engineering? Well, a couple of things here. First of all, be honest with the recruiter. Be honest about the experience you have and what you want to do. What I recommend that you do, most importantly, is that you reach out to people in the systems engineering world and ask them how they got their positions, what they learned, what courses they took, what books they read. And the way you can find them is, is there's a couple ways. One, you can use LinkedIn, like we always talk about on the show here. Secondly, go through your engineering alumni association and look for systems engineers because then you have a link with them. You're both alumni of the same school, so they're naturally going to want to help you and you can learn from them. And who knows, maybe even get a job through one of them. And another way you can do it is see if there is a professional association for systems engineering. And if there is, then you should be a part of that organization. You should be attending those meetings. So that's what would be my recommendation to you. Here's another question from Sam in New York. My name is Sam. I've graduated from college over 20 years ago with an MEng in civil engineering. I recently moved to New York and I'm looking for work. Everywhere I look, they're requesting a PE license. Where do I start? Do I need to be doing something before preparing for the exam? Thank you. All right, so the reason I selected this question was really to emphasize the importance of the PE license. Personally, I think every engineer should get a PE license if you're able to do so, and that will depend upon the type of experience that you need. And Sam, in your case, for a civil engineer, I know you're going to need to have four years of design experience because I'm familiar with New York, but you should double check that yourself by going to the New York State website for the Department of Education. However, a lot of people say that I don't need to get a PE because it's not relevant in my industry. But the bottom line is, is that what if you change industries? What if you decide to become a consultant? It can't hurt you to get the PE license if you have all the experience and credentials that you need to sit for the exam. And Sam, in your case, I would make sure that you have the proper design experience, and then I would consider taking a review course. As you know, I recommend PPI for that. They're a sponsor of the show. Their CEO, Michael Lindeberg, wrote the book that I used as a Bible to pass my PE exam at a young age. And I've also tested out their online courses before we took on their sponsorship. So I know that they're good. So you can check them out at ppi2pass.com forward slash coach. Like I said in the beginning of the show, there's a discount if you use the code coach. The last one I have for you, and then I'm going to jump in. I got a pretty powerful take action today segment that I want to go over with you today. This one's from Giuliano in Ontario. I'm currently trying to improve some technical skills in the fields that I think are professionally promising, like wireless communications and project management. I have tried to improve my soft skills for some time, but it seems they should always be further improved. Still, I need to improve my personal marketing skills in order to become more visible in my profession. By the way, I listened to the podcast about becoming a visible expert, which was very useful. I have difficult delivering presentations and lectures, which I know I should improve on. I also would like to write more on technical issues 
like blogging, for example. So Giuliano, thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. This is a definitely a good question. I mean, listen, like a lot of listeners of the show, Giuliano wants to improve, wants to improve his soft skills. This is something that is not an easy thing to do. And he, he referenced the Visible Expert podcast we did, which was episode 53 of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, which was a great episode. But the way you develop that expertise is developing all these skills. So my answer to Giuliano is you need to do something consistently to get better at it. You have to. So you can't just say, I want to get better at soft skills and read a book, a couple pages of a book one day, and then come back to it three weeks later. You can't go to YouTube one day and watch a video on public speaking and then say that you're working on your public speaking. You have to take consistent action regularly, however you can do it, to improve. That's why anytime you could take a course, and that's why we started the engineering career community, because it's one thing to watch a training webinar, but then how about having a community of people there that can help you improve on it? And you could ask questions or you can get a coaching session on it. That's what you need, that accountability. I'll give you another example, just an everyday example. My daughter plays soccer. She's young. She's nine. And she wants to get better. She loves it. So she's done well in the town league and she's moving up. And I asked her, if you really want to get better, I said, if you want to commit, I'll go out with you every day during the summer, early in the morning before work, and I'll play with you half an hour, 45 minutes. So we've been doing that every day for the last few weeks. And I'm sure she's improving, but she's improving because she's taking consistent action. I'm helping her to develop this habit of getting out there and playing every day. So you need to do something, Giuliano, that you want to get better at every day for as long as you can do it. And that's how you're going to get better. That's truly how you're going to improve the soft skills. All right, with that, we're going to jump into the Take Action Today segment of the show, and I'm kind of going to build on this last answer and kind of give you what I believe is a real key that you can take to be successful in your engineering career and life. All right, so this is the segment of the show, my favorite segment, because this is where we try to push you into action. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening. Now you've got to take action. And I'm going to give you a big, big piece of action today. Before I jump into this, though, let me just give you a word from today's episode sponsor, PPI, who makes this podcast. I believe they really support it in a way that allows us to keep it free and makes it available to you. So I want to give them a minute here. My listeners often ask me what exam prep materials or review courses they should use when preparing for the FEPE or SE exam. Hands down, I recommend PPI. If you plan to take your exam soon, I have a special promo code for listeners of my podcast. Use promo code COACH for 15% off your order at ppi2pass.com forward slash coach. Again, that's PPI, the number two, pass.com forward slash coach, and use the promo code COACH at checkout for a 15% discount. PPI's mission is simple. They want to help engineers pass the FEPE and SE exams and advance their careers. Quality is paramount at PPI. In fact, it is the driving force behind everything they do. And that's why we took them on as a sponsor. Like I said, I tried their course out and I really liked the versatility of it and the usability of it online. With the best-selling exam review materials developed by PPI founder Michael Lindenberg and other experts in the industry, they have been the source and solution for passing the FEPE and SE exams for more than 40 years. To see how PPI can help you pass your exam and for special offers and discounts exclusive to our podcast listeners, visit ppi2pass.com forward slash coach. So now let's get back to the take action today. Let me give you this one piece of advice that I want you to take with you for the rest of your career. I want you to take 
massive action on tasks and goals that will create the biggest impact for you, your company, your family, etc. It's a very simple sentence that I just said. If you live off of this sentence, if you live off of this guideline, you'll be extremely happy and extremely successful. This is a big change that I've been implementing more and more over the last year, and I'm honing in on it more and more. You only have so many hours in a day. You have so much time. You have so much energy. You have so much passion. You need to use these things on the tasks, the actions, the goals that are going to generate the biggest results for you and for whatever you want to accomplish. And you'll see that a lot in what we're doing with the Engineering Career Coach. We've decided that this engineering career community is a very important thing to us because we love getting motivated engineers together and helping them put these new habits into place to improve their skills and improve their lives. And so we're going to put a lot of effort into growing this community. And that's the reason that we created the one-day trial period that you could check out at engineeringcareercommunity.com. Because we felt that if we created a trial and let everyone inside and give them a full view of everything we had, that there's a good chance that they would come on and join us and join the other motivated engineers that are members. And we felt that that was a game changer. It was kind of one of our 80-20 tasks. So we've spent a lot of time the last month preparing that and launching that. And that's the kind of things that you need to find in your career. Earlier on in my career, I felt that writing the book, Engineering Your Own Success, was going to be a game changer. And for me, it was. So I spent a lot of time and effort on it. So my point to you is that when you sit here and you say, what am I going to work on today? What am I going to work on this week? What are my goals for this year? You want to tackle the goals that are going to have a massive positive impact on you, your company, your colleagues, your wife, husband, kids, family, etc. Because there's not a lot of time to work on everything else. And just the other night, again, I felt a little bit flustered. I took out a piece of paper. I drew about five or six circles on it, and those were the big impact things that I thought I should be focusing on. And then I wrote inside of each circle a couple of the action items I could take to get those things going. And then I just started working on them the next day. So focus on the big, big, big wins. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Please continue to leave questions for us so we can do more episodes like this. And we'd love to hear your feedback, comments, or any questions at any time on the shows. For this episode, you can go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash questions. You can leave comments. We monitor all comments and we'll respond to them if you leave us one. Also, you can email me at any time, afasano at engineeringcareercoach.com or tweet me at Anthony J. Fasano. I've been getting quite a few tweets about the show from engineers out there. Very positive tweets and we appreciate that. Until next time, please continue to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities. Now is the time to engineer your own success.